Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Excited. I'm on, on, on air. Mic check, mic check. Um, here we go. So, we got college football. NFL season is about to start on Thursday. We got our first game on Thursday. College football is rocking and rolling. Um, we had a full pack weekend. A lot of breaking news with J- with Clowney going to Seattle. Um, Miami just trading and shipping away players to other teams. Like I, t- I told you guys on the previous podcast that they will that that Miami's, Miami was looking to move some pieces, and it seems like they're rebuilding. And you really don't usually see that in football and NFL where teams like losing purposely or purposeful um, and, you know, they're just tanking. You don't see that in NFL. Usually usually teams just gut it out. They stick it out for a season or two. And they just rebuild through the draft, but they're trading away just about all their star players going young or players that have value on the market and going young. Um, But today, I'm you know, we're gonna give us a different uh setting. How about that? A, a different setting. Instead of talking about the NFL or college, we're gonna go to high school football. Um I'm gonna have so this is just gonna be a trend that I'm gonna do throughout the high school football season. Um when I have various high school players from various high school teams. Um talk about what they do, talk about what they expect, their expectations, how they're looking. Just all of that in a bunch. Um, I, I, you know, people have been asking me when we're gonna get the DCIAA. When we're gonna get to talk about the high school football and high school sports in general. Period. Um, you got it. This is it. You got it. Um, so we're gonna have a couple player interviews coming up in the next few podcasts. Be on the lookout for that. Um, we got an interview today with uh, Jesus Robinson. He's a football player at Roosevelt. Great football player, all-around guy, plays offense and defense, just about do it all. Um, we're going to get him on the air. And, you know, I, I thought this would be just a good segment to bring up and, you know, just talk about. So now on the Isaiah Kid podcast, I have Jesus Robinson uh, coming to you from Roosevelt Football. Uh So, Jesus, can you just tell us about yourself? Tell everybody what you want them to know about your game. Just tell us about how you play football. I mean, the way I just play football is just aggressive and fast. That's all all I really do and all I really care about in football, for real, how I play. Okay. Um, So, um, I know I go to Roosevelt, of course. There's no – but I I, I know you guys started off 0-1. You went to you traveled to Pennsylvania, then you guys came back the following week. You won you won your game, first home game, debut home game, your new stadium. Um you versus Ron Brown, one and one now. What are your we like realistically, what are you guys' expectations for this season? Oh, expectations to win the championship. I mean that's that's the that's the goal for every team, for real. And that's and that's where we want to be at. We want to be, we want to win a turkey bowl. You know, it's the 50 year anniversary, and that's where we want to put our name in history. Okay, um, cause I, I mean, I, like, like I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I like you guys as team, and what I what I seen for the last, I watched you guys scrimmages. I watched you guys in the watch you guys in the first two regular season games, and they're not long, not they're not league games, so they're not like really important. But I watched you guys. 
And, you know, I, I like you guys. You, you, I think you guys are very young. I'm aware of. You got about, you got a couple, you got a few freshmen on your office line. And you're just young. Uh-huh. And you got, you're just young on some place in some different positions on your team. But what I like about you guys, you guys, you guys can make big plays offensively and defensively. Um, I just think I, the last few, the, the last two games, the first two games of the season, I haven't seen you guys put together a, like a consistent long drive. Like what? How? How? How can you guys get better at that? Um, as I always say, and you might hear me say this, a thousand people might hear me say this. I always say it starts off in the trenches, you know. They always start off with the line. So once the line move, you know, move what we got to do, everything's going to come into place like that. That's how we get a long drive going. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's that's a good answer. I mean, because I oh, I, I'm I, I love line play, and I saw it. I saw it um in in this week's game against Ron Brown on Friday, your your line play your your line came off the play, and that led to your running back having um, what two hundred yards of rushing, two hundred yards rushing, I think. And he he had a, like one fifty in the uh, one fifty in the first half. Yeah, he was he he was phenomenal. Um, so I I just thought I think that's important, but. As far as you guys is like on defense or offense, y'all can make a big play. Y'all y'all know how to make big plays and, that, and to get the explosive plays. I just want to see more consistent long drives. Um, so defensively, what is like? What are you guys' strengths defensively? What is Roosevelt's strength defensively? Aggressive, aggressive. That's 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 his. Our, our linebacker core aggressive. D line aggressive. Safety aggressive. Corners like everything about us is straight aggressive. That's what I love. So I love about our defense, you know. But yeah, um, so uh, you guys are aggressive. How is this going to lead to you guys stopping opposing offenses throughout the season? Um, you got to think about it. Most offensive players don't like to get touched. Right. You keep hitting them. You keep hitting them. They're gonna start to break down. And that's when everything starts to go our way. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I see you guys. You guys got a lot of big hitters. Um, I you guys are. Like I said, you you guys have no problem making the big plays, you, and you, you guys are talented. You guys are talented just about everywhere. On your front line, your linebacker core is good, and then your secondary is good. I, I I like I like your guys. What is the biggest improvement you guys think you can make defensively? Um, just our our discipline and like just like learning when to actually like go and not taking plays off. That's 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 our main. Our main focus and what we really need to build on. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more, more with you. I mean, you guys got to get a little discipline. But like I said, young, it comes with just playing more games. I think once you guys get more reps, you guys play more games, and by the time lead play come, I think you guys will be ready to, to, be ready to just get in the playoff race and do what you guys got to do. Now, offensively, um, what is your biggest, what is your, what is Roosevelt's biggest strength offensively? Our biggest strength offensively is just like, um, we, we, we play fast. It's like our, our offense is really up-tempo and, you know, most, most, most teams can't handle that. Mm-hmm. So like the conditioning habits and everything else, that's, that's something that's really, really strong about our offense. Okay. Yeah. You guys are fast and I like that. Um, uh, y'all, y'all are very electrifying. So offensively, I talked about offense. How do you feel about your young freshman quarterback? That boy, that boy, a dog. That's he. He there. It's, it's like with him. It's like he's been there before. It's mm-hmm. like he he never freezes. He always he, he's there. 
Yeah, I I, li- I like him. Um, he's small, but I like him. He he's small in stature, but I I like him. He he seems tough. Uh, he's talented, is what I can see. He he can really throw the he can really throw the thing and get and put the ball where it needs to be. So what are your what are some like individual expe- goals or individual expectations that you want to accomplish this year? Uh, for me, I, I of course I want to be you know I want to get the Player of the Year award. Okay. For DCIAA, first team, all state, everything. I want to be uh, you know I, I want I want every goal as as every every other every other high school player. Right, I feel you. Um, so. As you you've been a captain of the the team, um, you you you're the head honcho on defense, and you just being a senior, and you've been playing in this system for a long time, and you know how to play Roosevelt football. Who are some players that are young and emerging, and some and some people may not know about? Who are some players that we should be on the lookout for this year or in the next coming years? Um, Winston. Winston, he's he, he's a ball player. Uh, Jamal, um, Twan, Antoine, uh, Juan, aka Man Man. Mm-hmm. Those, those are all players that everybody need to watch out for. They're gonna be a problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw that. That that is that is on full display. I saw that. Um, so what can, can you give? Can you give me? You, I know you guys want to win a title. You know your your ultimate goal is to obviously win a title. But can you can you give me some teams that may that you look at and say we may have to beat them in order to get the ultimate goal to to win the Turkey Bowl? What are some? Can you throw some teams out there and tell me what make them what make them in your way of that? Um, every every team that we play, we have to beat. Every team is in our way to get to our goal. Uh, we're not sleeping on any team, so. I mean that's really all I gotta say. Every team is every team that we play, those are the teams we have to beat to get to the championship. Okay. Um, so we, we we talked about individual goals, individual accomplishment, team accomplishment accomplishments, um, expectations. So what is what should we be looking for as far as defensively like any do we have any breakout breakout pleat players? Defensively, um, Timideo, okay, Joe Tom, myself, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Lodio Jones wants to get back and healthy, and uh, Deshaun, Marcel. I mean, everybody on our defense, man, everybody, it's all of us, everybody. Okay, yeah. Um, y'all, de- y- y- like I said, your defense is very talented. Y'all team is very talented. Just that y'all are young. Um, but I, I like where you guys are going. I think you guys are gonna be good this season. Um, like I said, one, you guys are young. But I think once you guys go into the season, um, throughout the season and win some league games and gain some experience and some confidence, hopefully, hopefully that can propel y'all to the postseason. And ultimately, y'all, y'all could, you know, be in the Turkey Bowl and win it. Um, so thank you for your time. Um, if you, you know, if you want to know, let the people know anything else about yourself or your team, or you know, you guys this year, you can go ahead and you know, spill that. Um, all 
All I'm gonna say is the same thing I said on um the Ricardo uh, interview. We're mm-hmm. coming for everybody that's in our way. We won't stop till we get to our ultimate goal. All right, you heard it here. Hmm? I said, I'm saying thank you for having me. Uh, you welcome. Nah, no problem. Um, thank you. So you heard it here first. Jesus Robinson, he like I told you guys, he do everything. He just about he's positionless. Linebacker, anything you want him to play, he does it all. Thank you, bro. Alright. Alright. Um, so yeah, like I told you guys, uh I'm gonna have more player interviews. Short just not not long, lengthy player interviews. But short player interviews where I get a I get a I get a you know analysis on the team that player what their strengths are their weaknesses what you know what are their expectations I'm gonna do more of this um in the next coming you know in the next coming episodes of my podcast I'm gonna do more of this because I think it's important um you know I live in the city so I I just feel like it's important and high school football I'm gonna be honest is real big around here. It's big around this time. Um, we're gonna have players. We're gonna. I'm gonna try my best to make you know have a wide range of players come in and, and players come in that I can interview. Um, great talking with Jesus. Jesus is gonna be good. They, Roosevelt's team is phenomenal, um, and I'm not just saying that because I go to Roosevelt. I, the team is actually phenomenal. They're talented. Um, they have good coaching staff, of course, uh, but they are they are talented. They're, they I feel like. They have a chance to go to the playoffs and deep into the playoffs. I I really do, and I'm and I'm I'm not just saying that because I go to Roosevelt, but I really do think they have a chance to be special this year. Um, like I, I I've been I've been at their games. I'm gonna be just about at all of their games, and I've been seeing a lot of explosive breakout plays and players. They have a lot of explosive. Players, I, you know, I, like I said, once again, you guys will probably think I have Roosevelt bias. I, I'm biased, but taking all my biases away, Roosevelt probably has the best linebacking core with Jesus, Jotan, and Maul, and White Boy, and, and, and Timadeo. They, they got a, they have a aggressive up front, like Jesus said. They, they play very aggressive. I like their swagger. Their swagger is just good. The Roosevelt boy, their swagger is good. Roosevelt football team, their swagger is great. I love it. But I think I think they're gonna be good. Um, they're very young and they're very young and a little inexperienced. But I think veterans such as Jesus, Tim, Lydell, Luquan, I, I feel as that Jotan, they they're gonna have they're gonna have to play some tremendous roles throughout the season. Um, it's especially through league play, they got to play some. They got to do some. They got to have some. They got to show some leadership throughout league play. But I think they'll be just fine. Um, I like some of the young explosive playmakers that Jesus mentioned. He mentioned Winston. Winston plays receiver, explosive guy, very shifty. Um, okay hands, but very shifty. You get him out in open space, he's a problem. Um, man, man, as they call him, Juan, they're running back. He, he's, he, 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 he's, he's, he's nice. The, the, the kid can play. The kid can play. He had, he had a hundred, he had a hundred plus rushing yards in the first half of last week's game. Um, the kid can play. The kid can play. And I, like I told you guys, you heard it from a p- football player himself. 
in the trenches. You have to win in the trenches. That's why I always say I, if I'm building a football team, I am building from inside out. From inside out. Maul that he mentioned, Maul play, he plays receiver. Um, Maul, he plays offense and defense. I like what they, I like what they have right there. Um, they have some young, nice pieces to build around. They, I, I just feel like their team, they have a nice combination of youth and wildly talented, but inexperienced and some seasoned veterans who has won championships in their pri- in prior years, but still very talented. And know what it take to win titles and win big games, and have that leadership that the youth and the inexperienced but talented are missing. So I, I feel like it's a good combination of both. Um, offensively, they are good. They are great. They can make explosive plays offensively. Um, but I need to see them put together a consistent drive. Like I told them that. I, I you know, I was gonna be honest. I they have yet to put they have yet to put together a, a consistent long drive where there's not many penalties. It's free flowing, uh, you know, not too many setbacks. They have yet to do that, but due to their big play, their electrifying uh, style of play and how they play, they're able to create big plays, and they don't necessarily need that long drive. So it's fine, but I want to see more. If I was just a Nick pick, I want to see more of that. But like I said, I'm gonna have more high schools, more high school players, maybe even coaches. Never know to give me a deep analysis on their team themselves. What what are they looking for? Um, their expectations, realistically, how do they shape up in either stripes or the stars? I'm gonna I'm gonna have that on full display these next coming episodes as I cram in NFL football, college football, but it's not gonna be it's not gonna seem cramped in, but it's gonna be it's gonna be intertwined. Um it is football season. <laughs> it's football season. Um I'm sorry if I don't talk if you if you're a listener and you like baseball, I'm sorry that I don't talk about baseball enough because I feel like I don't, but as soon as October come and postseason baseball is here, I will talk about postseason baseball. But sorry to the listeners if you're looking for the baseball breakdown and whole analysis. I'm sorry, but it's football. America loves football. Um, <laughs> the rating show that you guys love when I talk about football. So we're going to continue to talk about football. But in October, I promise I will have a, I will have a couple episodes dedicated to postseason MLB baseball. Um, so now I'm going to shift gears back to the collegiate level and then pro level. Um, I just in the collegiate level, just I was just glad to see some college football this uh, this 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 Saturday. I was I was glad to see some college football. Um, I'm going to tell you more about that, and I'm going to tell you more about that next. <clears throat> so we got some college football all throughout later this last week. Um, we got some college football today. We got college football. We got college football on Saturday, Friday, and Thursday. Um, some good games came on. Um, the powerhouses did what they did, uh, what they do, what they were supposed to do the first week um, when they play some, you know, some small schools. Uh, Ohio State, uh, Justin Fields looked really good. 
Um, I can already tell that <laughs> the nation is going to love Justin Fields. He's that. He's the typical college dual threat quarterback. Really, uh, he, he played really good. He played really good. He had he scored he they had scored three times like six minutes. I think it was it was phenomenal how the way they look and came out. Um, I but I didn't expect nothing much from Ohio State. Nothing, nothing less than you know what they had showed. Uh, Alabama, Alabama did what they did. They came out. They shut down Duke. Didn't Duke didn't score a touchdown. Tua went twenty six for thirty one with three hundred thirty six yards and four touchdowns. Not too shabby. Uh, they yeah they Alabama just destroyed Duke. Uh, the Duke only had ninety seven passing yards with. Uh, with 107, they had three turnovers with 107 rushing yards. They just shut down Duke. Duke had nothing going offensively. Michigan came out and played well against Middle Tennessee State. Um, Oklahoma currently is leading Houston by 25. Uh, the game, I mean, the game that you know I I was tuned into, Clemson and Georgia Tech. Uh, Trevor Lawrence didn't play a good game. He didn't play a great game. Uh, he, it was it was average for his standards. Uh, but he had the best. He that running back that they have is spectacular. He is he's probably the best run. He's probably the best back in the nation. Two hundred five yards on the ground, phenomenal. Um, in the game that everybody was talking about, at least in this area, I don't know if anybody, but the game that had a lot of people talking was. Merlin and and Howard. Merlin beat Howard by seventy nine points. Uh, that was not fun to watch or hear about. I didn't even watch it, but I can only imagine that that was brutal. That was absolutely horrible. That was a piss poor performance by Howard. Don't ever. They 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 need to. They probably need to think about their funding with football for Howard. I mean, damn. I mean, I know you receive money for playing schools like, but like, I know Howard and these other, you know, teams or programs or schools that that have lower football prestige, they get money for playing these, you know, these type of teams, these Power Five teams. But damn, they need Howard need to rethink about the, uh, you know, should they have a football program? Anytime you're getting blown out eighty to nothing, that is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Oh my God! I don't even want to tell nobody about that. Um, Oregon and Auburn—that was a great game. Auburn came out with the win uh, late down the stretch. Auburn was just better, you know. And you know the SEC fans, the SEC lovers, you know the fan, the SEC fanboys can come out. Ah, this is why. This is exactly why the SEC is the best conference in in college football. That is that is what they're gonna say. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how good Auburn is when they play Georgia or Alabama. We'll see how good they are. Um, Justin Herbert, who is a he's he's a NFL prospect, didn't have a bad showing as as well. He had a he had a he had a okay showing. It was solid, you know, from a you know from a scout perspective. You would think a, a quarterback of his stature that's coming in with that's going into the NFL possibly, you would think he would come out a little bit more. You you would think he'd come out a little bit better, 
But it's okay. First game of the season. We get it. So, a lot of big news in the NFL. A lot of big news in the NFL. Uh, a lot of breaking news. A lot of this breaking news. I want to discuss first. That we have to talk about. We must talk about Javion Clowney going to the Seahawks. Um, I reported multiple times on this story um, before it actually broke that the Seahawks were going into deep talks with the Texans and Clowney, and Clowney was interested. Um, Because initially it looked like it seemed as that Houston, they were leaning towards Miami a little bit more because of their left tackle situation. Um, or their offensive line situation, and Larry Tunsil was on the market. Miami had Larry Tunsil on the market, and it just the went the the, the two went, went hand in hand. But on Miami's side, there would have been a revolt, and players would have not liked the move if they would have moved Larry Tunsil to the Houston to Houston and in exchange for Clowney. And then Clowney was like, "I don't want to go to Miami. They are they're gonna suck this year." And so it, I guess it worked out well for both sides. Houston don't have to deal with Javion Clowney no more, or happen to worry about paying him. Uh, Seattle, uh, Seattle said they won't franchise tag him. They just let him play out his deal. They won't extend him, so they just let him play out his deal. So interesting how it all happened. But he's in Seattle. Um, I did my predictions already. I had Seattle eight and eight. Um, I, I'm still gonna have them eight and eight. I don't think that's that, that's not a big enough move or the move or it's such a drastic change where I have to change their record that I predicted predicted initially. I think Seattle is still an eight and eight team. Um, like I said, they're gonna win. They're gonna win some games that they're not supposed to win, or they're gonna stay in some games that they're not supposed to be in. Or you know, the team is probably better than them, but. I still think Seattle's going to be good enough where you're not going to just come in and just be th- – no, they're not going to be that bad. They're not going to be that spectacular either, though. They're not going to be – they're not going to be world beaters. They're not going to be that. But they're going to be good enough where they win eight games. They're going to be eight and eight. They're going to be average. They're going to be average. That clowny move wasn't – I think. And, and here go my thing with clowny. Here goes my uh, here goes my thing with Clowney. I like Javion Clowney. I think he's a good pass rusher. He's very talented. Um, I'm not. He was. He's. He's. He certainly wasn't worth the money that he he was asking for. Looking at his numbers, you as now here you go. I have my comparisons between the NFL and the NBA. You know, I I you know in previous podcasts I have mentioned. Cam Newton is the NFL version of Russell Westbrook. Both freakishly athletic. We've never seen nothing like it before at their positions. Uh, fashionable, fashionable guys. You know, the fans love them. The media love them. Cam Newton is the NFL version of Russell Westbrook. Clowney is the NFL's version of Andrew Wiggins. And, I'm, and let me tell you why. Andrew Wiggins coming out of Kansas, coming out of high school, period. Andrew Wiggins was talked about a lot. Andrew Wiggins was talked about in the same ranks as Kobe. He he was drawing comparisons to Kobe Bryant. Um, You know, we know know what's going on in Andrew Wiggins' career right now. 
he he hasn't lived up to those expectations as the number one pick. And it's not that he's a bust. It's not that he's not a good player in the league because he is a starter in the league. But with so much hype behind Andrew Wiggins' name, and then he goes into high school. He goes he goes into high school, then to Kansas, where he I can I can make the argument, and it's a it's a valid one. I don't think many would disagree. His college teammate Joel Embiid has more Hall of Fame potential than Andrew Wiggins, and we were talking about a lot of people were talking about Andrew Wiggins like. He was the best thing since sliced bread. And it turns out that Joel Embiid is actually, if he can stay healthy, is actually the future Hall of Famer. And it's not Andrew Wiggins. Um, but Andrew Wiggins, he's he's okay. He's fine. He's he's a good NBA player. He's a starter on a NBA roster. But when you take a guy as the number one pick, coming out of Kansas, all this hype behind his name, you think, okay, first few years, he uh, you know he'd be good, he'd be solid. Still trying to figure some things out, but then after that, you're like, okay, when is this guy gonna pop? When is he finally gonna? When is he finally gonna say, hey, um, I, I have arrived? And he has yet to do that. And he has another co-star with him, Karinfi Towns, who draws a lot of the defense attention. So you would think. That would give Wiggins the you know the 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 green light to go ahead and do what he has to do, despite you know with Carfrey Towns being the problem that he is. Clowney is in the same boat. He's in the same boat. Clowney played alongside with JJ Watt. JJ Watt. Some some look at JJ Watt as a as one of the most dominant defensive players in league history. And you would think, okay, with J.J. Watt attracting a lot of double teams, you would just, you would think, correct? You would think, right, that Clowney would have double-digit sacks. Clowney would be beasting and feasting on single coverage, man coverage, one-on-one coverage. He hasn't done that. He hasn't done that at all. And that that is just, that is just the disappointing fact and factor with the with Clowney. Um, I feel as that he never really lived up to the hype coming out of South Carolina. Uh, he's been a good NFL player, but as the number one pick, once again, as the number one pick coming out of school, all this built up hype and attention surrounding him, all this media surrounding him and talking about him, you would think he would just come right in and ball. And I'm not saying just be dominant from day one because sometimes it doesn't happen like that. And I always say success comes at different rates. But after the first few seasons, you're like, okay, when is this guy going to finally take his game to the next level and show that he is the number one pick? He is this, he is that. And Andrew Wiggins or Clowney has yet to do that. They've had good seasons. Andrew Wiggins, he he averaged 20-something points. He averaged 20 points per game last year. It's not that he's not a good player. It's not that he's not a good NBA player or he's not talented. But he has yet to take his game to the next level. And all the hype that was surrounding him, it's kind of like he's overrated. He's And these are not busts. They are not busts because they're not, just, they're not absolutely horrible at 
at, at the professional level. Not that absolutely horrible. Like, Andrew Wiggins is a good player, but he is overrated. I think coming out of college, he was overrated. And that's fine, but all the built-up hype, and you have franchises, fans, you have your teammates, even your teammates looking at, looking at you ready just to make that next jump. And you yet, you have yet, and neither of these guys, either of these guys have yet to do it. It's just, it's, it's kind of, you know, disappointing. And Houston, I feel Houston. Houston's like, dude, you haven't had a double-digit sack season, and you have J.J. Watt on the other side. Yeah, he's hurt, you know, sometimes, but you have J.J. Watt on the other side. You should be dominating single coverage. You should be dominating you sh- you don't have to face double teams. You don't have to go through that. So you should be dominating and taking care of your business. And Clowney has yet to do that. And you would think with Carl Anthony Towns drawing a- attention from opposing defenses as the as Minnesota Minnesota's number one guy, Andrew Wiggins have yet to really take over and blossom and go to the next level. You know, I I feel like those I feel like they're missing it. I feel I feel, I just feel like they're missing it. I feel like they're missing it. I'm sorry. I just feel like they're missing it. But I wanted to talk about Clowney. Um, the Chargers. It came news came out today. News broke today on the Chargers. Melvin Gordon, the Chargers, and they they won't come up with an extension. They won't find. They can't find mutual agreement. So whenever he comes back. Um, whatever Melvin Gordon comes back and report to play, they will be, you know, he'll just have to play under his current contract. Um, just some, a lot of news going on. Uh, you know, just the NFL season. Uh, they revisited after the season. Too bad for Melvin Gordon that he couldn't get his payday. Where he just have to go throughout the season without that big, huge check that he was actually looking for. Um, so, yeah. So news broke with late um, LaShawn McCoy, Pro Bowl running back. LaShawn McCoy, he got released from the Bills. Miles um, Jack got an extension as well. Um, and those guys, you know, LaShawn McCoy ended up he signing with Kansas City. That's going to be very dangerous. And Dallas is in the hopes of looking to get a deal done before this holiday weekend is over with Zeke. Uh, so... Now, I want to talk about something. I, I, you know, I was talking to a listener, and we were just talking about Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield and Baker Mayfield's struggles and what Baker Mayfield has been saying for the last few weeks. And I, I already told you guys how I think the Cleveland Browns, like their first few months of the season, October, September, October, I told you guys how that was going to figure out, and I told you my final prediction on the Browns. They're going to be 9-7. and seven. The Browns, they're going to, they're going to struggle the first few weeks. Of the regular season because they have a lot of tough games. Tough games in the NFC and the AFC. They have to go against the Rams. They have teams like the Patriots, uh, the Jets, who I think are going to be very. They're going to be better than what people think. The Titans are going to give the Browns a run for their money. They have to go against Denver. Uh, you know, I, I I've been saying Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. We were talking about Cleveland for the last few podcasts. Why can't we just say? Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers are not just, they're not just 
why can't we just say they're not good enough? Why we always gotta make excuses? I feel like we're making excuse. We make excuses for Baker Mayfield already. We're we're making we're building up. We're build we're making we're building up and we're making you making him a scapegoat. When are we gonna just gonna say, hey, Baker Mayfield was just not good enough? And Baker Mayfield, he really kind of uh, some of the things he say, I just don't agree with. And as a quarterback of a franchise. You shouldn't be saying these types of things. Um, he, he was talking about winning. It, it goes back to Daniel Jones' situation. He was talking about winning and winning, just win, just win. Well, you can't just win. Winning has elements to it. Uh, they have standards to it. Winning comes with a lot. So, you know, you winning at Texas Tech is different than Baker Mayfield winning at Oklahoma. Oklahoma continuously, continuously on a year in, year, year in, year out basis, have talent everywhere. Have talent everywhere. So this is what I'm. This is what I'm saying. You Texas Tech, Texas Tech, Texas Tech. They, they don't have talent. They don't have NFL type talent coming in on a year in, year out basis like Oklahoma, Ohio State, and the same thing with Daniel Jones at Duke. Totally unfair to him. I, I, I now I don't agree with the Giants taking him, but you gotta be fair when it comes to just you're just saying winning Baker. Baker that doesn't make sense. Baker that doesn't make sense. And since Baker wanna talk about winning, we're gonna talk about his winning career that he has had so far, quote unquote, in Cleveland. Uh one game he he has one win against a winning team all last year. Uh, you know, Baker didn't win a lot of road games last year. He actually only won road game one one road game outside of Ohio, and that was in Cincinnati. So that was in Ohio. He hasn't won a road game outside of Ohio. I don't know why we have these built up excuses for Baker Mayfield and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, him too. He's coming up with all. You, we always come up with excuses for Aaron Rodgers, and we talk about how Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. And we talk about we just continue to talk about how talented he is, but we can never just say Aaron Rodgers. He just he just looked absolutely bad. He looked piss poor. He was just he just absolutely bad. Why can't we just ever say that about Aaron Rodgers? He just looked like the bad man. He just looked absolutely horrible. Aaron Rodgers looked god awful. He looked god awful at times. He looked god awful last year, to be honest. Despite him being hurt. You can say young receiving core. You can say Mike McCarthy. We always have built up excuses when it comes for Aaron Rodgers and court and just athletes in general. Some athletes we have built up excuses for. We have built up excuses for certain athletes. Aaron Rodgers is one of them. We always say, "Oh my God, Aaron is a bad man. He has a he has a bad offensive line. His offensive line can't protect him." Then we say, "Oh, they fix the offensive line. Hey, running game." Aaron Rodgers don't have that at all. His running game is in, is 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 non-existent. He has Aaron Jones now. What is the problem? Oh my God, Aaron Rodgers' defense. His defense can't stop nobody. They have fixed the linebacking core. They have a young emerging secondary. I I don't get it. We have all these built-up excuses for Aaron Rodgers. Why can't we just say Aaron Rodgers was bad? He wasn't that good. He he, he wasn't that good today. Why can't we just say that? Why can't we just say that? But I'm going to say my NFL talk for all next week. Um, we're going to have a lot. It's going to be a lot of NFL talk these next coming months. Uh, basically, throughout September all the way to February, 
all NFL, just about just about a lot of NFL stuff. So be ready, be prepared. Uh, NFL football comes back on Thursday, I think. Be ready. Um, I can't wait. It's gonna be exciting to watch. Uh, I get Dallas. I get Cleveland. I get Patri- I get Patriots. I get all these stories. I get all these entertainment. All these interesting teams that I think is gonna be good this year. Um, all the stories and the players, contract disputes. I can't wait. Thank you for listening. Um, like I said, more player interviews coming up from the high school ranks. Um, I can't wait to do more of those. I enjoy doing those. Thank you for listening. And I'm out.